Okay, but once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. I will be your father. You love Valenti. Like, remember, you were swagging jacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. After further review, we finally got Frank Vashner here on the phone lines. Last week we did a show uh, without him with David the Man Got Harris calling in from New York. And Frank carved out some time for us today as we uh, pre-recorded here on a hot, sultry uh, Friday afternoon. And Frank, what's up, man? What's going on? Well, it's uh, another baseball weekend for me. I'm headed up to Gross Point on Saturday to watch Blissfield take on... Gross Point Woods University Liggett at 12.30. Win that game, they will advance to the quarterfinal against either Jackson Lumen Christie or Riverview Gabriel Richard at 3 o'clock. And win that, it's off to East Lansing for the semifinals. So are you just going to watch this team? Are you just supporting them, or what's going on here? Well, going, well since I announced for them, I got to go watch them and support them, and hopefully they can... Uh, Bring Larry Tuttle his eighth state championship. He's already become the he's already been the all time winningest head coach in the state. So this will be a perfect way. I'm just hoping that it ends with them bringing home the state championship. Uh, okay, so you're going to be out this weekend. What about next weekend? If they make it, then you'll be out next weekend too. Yeah, I'll be, yeah. If they end up if they end up making it to the semifinals and they win on the, that Thursday, then they'd be playing at 11:30 at Michigan State on that Saturday. Oh, okay. But if they don't, what happens? Then uh that'll be the end of the season. Oh, well, right, right, right. But for you, you'll be back in studio. Yeah, with yeah, I'll be back. Okay. All right. Yeah, cool. So, uh speaking of playoffs, the college football obviously this is inevitable. It's going to probably go into a 12-team playoff and Frank's got his rant here with why he doesn't think it's a good idea. Well, I'm going to just bring up what I have said on this show in episodes past, whether we've been talking about the college football playoff expanding or even when we've talked about Ohio high school football expanding their playoff. More is not better. And by that, I mean, the cream always rises to the top. The good teams are going to end up rising to the top. But the thing is, there's not that much cream in the in the milk can to begin with. So, case in point, in college football, the Alabamas and the Ohio States and the Clemsons of the world, that's pretty much all there is. Now, is that the fault of anyone in the NCAA governing body? Absolutely not. All right, they have fit. When, but let me go. Let me go back to the whole deal with the playoff beginning. I was one that wanted a playoff back in the heydays of the BCS. In fact, I back in 2009, I actually wrote a research paper about the BCS. I entitled it appropriately, A Gift from Heaven or a Curse from Hell. And I basically wrote about how 
it came about with deciding and ranking teams via computer rankings and all this, that, and the other. And a lot of stuff I had highlighted was why it didn't work. Because there were years where you'd have teams that would be have really good records, like USC in 2003, even though they ended up having some uh, wrongdoing going on. I digress. That ended up being number one in one poll, but were number three in others, and somehow spit out them being left out in the cold. Or, case in point, not taking account the timing of the defeat. This will we'll go back to 2001, the year that the greatest college football team ever, the 2001 Miami Hurricanes, won it. I mean, there was no question about the legitimacy of that, but the issue was who they faced. Nebraska, if you remember, was ranked number one and number two throughout most of the season. Then the, the last regular season game, they get rickrolled by Colorado, don't play for the Big 12 championship, and somehow still get spit out number two in the BCS rankings, while Colorado and Oregon, who still ended up playing in that last week of the regular season, were stuck at three and four, and everyone was, well, who should uh, Miami have played, even though they probably would have gotten destroyed anyway. And then, of course, you have the infamous uh, transitive property, Oklahoma versus Texas versus Texas Tech in 2008, where Texas beat Oklahoma, lost to Texas Tech, who got smoked by Oklahoma, and there was saying that Texas should have been in the championship game against Florida. So that that kind of led to the whole, let's get a playoff in. And, of course, we had that, and... And I mean, it's been, and basically, it's been there has. I don't think there's really been any question as to who the best team in college football has been in the playoff era. This is because, for one, it's basically taking the four best teams. Now, granted, a lot of these semifinal games have been blowouts, but you know, I think that's just the nature of the beast. And, there's really not there's nothing anybody can do to say, oh, let's make this more compelling. Because I think if you I'll just come on and say, I think if you expand the playoff, you want to, I think it's trying to create chaos and drama. And the more you throw in there, I think the less legitimate your champion is. Well, I, I think what it comes down to is this, Frank. You, you guys, with all these arguments, it's time for a playoff. It's time to get rid of the bowl game. People are not watching. You're always oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I don't. The I, cream I mean, is always not... rising to the top. Why? Not? Well, if that's the case, it's to have the, the playoff. That's just, just what you need. I mean, it, it, it's, I think it's these excuses, excuses. You're seeing these stories where – Oh, it's a cash grab, and your cable bill's gonna go up, and this and that. It's just to stop the inevitable. Everybody doesn't want change; they want to sit with this tradition. You opened up the can of worms when you went to the BCS. You already did that. Then you went to the opened up the can of worms when you went to the fourteen playoff. It's watered down the point of the the, the of the bowl games. It's nothing. It's just it's just they want to feel black, so you have these bowl games. I think a twelve team playoff is excellent. 
You get everybody in there that you need to get in there, and you battle it out. No more leaving people out. I mean, you got Power Five conferences, but you got four only four playoffs. I mean, it's like, come on. And so the, the fact of the matter is, you know, I've been looking at this, and 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 I think it's 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 pretty good. The first four seeds get a buy. Okay, that that makes sense. And then you get you get seeded five through twelve. The higher seed plays a game at their home stadium. This is what this should have been a um, some people say just go go to 16. Now, I, I think going to 16 kind of does get you those first round games where they're going to be blowouts or what may 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 not be. But any given Saturday, anything happens. But the thing about it is, is this though, is that if you got the top 16 teams out of Division One FBS college football, to be honest with you, there shouldn't really be any blowouts. These are the top 16 teams in the country you rank the top 25 teams in the ap poll you're trying to get the top 12 to 16 teams you're telling me that a first round's always going to be a blowout that, that doesn't make any sense it makes no sense at all um like i said and you, you you know you're playing the home field advantage game and everything like that i i just think that to me get rid of the bowl games just go to a 12 team playoff call it a day so most teams are done at the end of uh of november but obviously people aren't going to go for that because the money grab is where you go to some meaningless bowl game, and if you win the bowl game, it helps with the recruiting, and it helps with the universities, the show around donors to get more money to the school. So that's where it goes into it. Everybody wants, nobody wants this playoff because everybody knows what's going to happen is, is that basically the teams that have been on top, like the Alabamas and Ohio State, if you have one bad year in the playoff or two bad years in the playoff, your team might start to fall off. Let's just be honest how this goes. Everybody's attracted to the winner, and everyone likes to jump on the bandwagon. And teams know that if you start to add more teams in the pot and you get somebody upsets you, that means you're going to start losing recruits and they'll go somewhere else. That's what it is. That's all it is. Nobody wants to share their wealth in this. This is the reason why they don't want to have a playoff, period. And I, don't, you, I just don't think going back to what you said with the, with, uh, with, the, with the upsets, I think – I mean, look. I know. I know people love underdog stories. I mean, look. We all we all watched in in two thousand and six when Boise State knocked off Oklahoma. But you know what, Derek? Moments like that are are special because they don't happen regularly. That's that's why that's why they're good. But if you may, but if you're trying to manufacture something where they could happen more frequently. It just makes them less special. I mean, how's that so? Explain the NCAA tournament. Sixty-four teams get in there. They've had Cinderellas for years, and it doesn't it doesn't make it any less special. That's why people watch March Madness, and that's why people gamble because they're looking for the Cinderella story. If that wasn't the case, then March Madness wouldn't be what it is. A money where it generates so much money. So you can't really use that argument, Frank. Well, I mean, you look, I'd say look in the NCAA tournament in, in probably within the last 20 years where you're starting to see a lot more of these upsets happen. I mean, look, and I think it, a lot of it does depend on – Well, part of that the reason – well, the reason why – And plus, I think basketball Frank, 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 stop, stop, stop. The reason why you're seeing this more and more is because of the one and done. Let's just be honest with it. If you got a team that's got a whole bunch of seniors that have been playing college ball together and got chemistry together, you're going to see a lot more of these upsets. 
that's the reason why there's a lot more upsets in college basketball because of that one and done rule where you, if you're the blue blood, you're only keeping a, a top, a McDonald's All-American or, you know, a, a, a top 25 player or top 15 player for only a year. If this was kind of like the olden days where you got the top 15 players uh, to stay two to three years, you see less upsets. Let's call it what it is. I mean, that's the reason why some of these mid-majors have had a chance. But even with those rules, it's still to the point where, you know, me seeing mid-majors now winning the national championship, do you? No. You get the upset in the first or second round, but toward the end, and, and once in a while you do get a mid-major in the, in the final four, which makes that special because you know every one to five years it can happen. But at the end of the day, like I said, I don't understand the backlash of the playoffs. I mean, I think they're just excuses. Well, but I think also, too, you, you have to throw in basketball. Basketball is much different than football because I think with basketball you can have you can basically have one player that you can they can have a great game one day and just no matter how hard the opponent tries to stop them and they're just not able to. So I think that I think that's just kind of what that's the difference between that's the difference between basketball and football in this case because football I think you got to have. You obviously have to have team chemistry. You got to have guys who are ready to be in the moment. I mean, look, you may have one guy who you can scheme him to get the ball to and cause somebody problems, but I think more more so, it's basically everybody's going to line up against everybody else and just play the game. Well, you can get you you can get the the. Um... The, the great the and especially in college football a right scheme or everything can shut down a team but like I said you get the four buys you got five through 12 I think it'd be great interesting football to watch I think with 12 teams you're still going to get good football games you got the four teams with the buys so you're not getting a first seed versus a, a last seed you're, you're actually going to get some of those teams get kind of weeded out to where when those top four seeds play those other teams the chances of winning are high, but you're not going to see a complete, you know, just get bowled over. And and some people want to see what type of chances some of these teams have. And, and that's the thing. You don't – what people don't want is the little guy in there. And and, 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 it, and, it, and it, we have a culture here, and it's it's kind of sad in, in, in the States of running away from the competition. Or A lot of people don't want that smoke. That's what it is. You see it all the time. Everybody wants to post – how great they are on social media and they winning these trophies and everything like that. But when it comes time to get to meet the competition, they don't want to play or, or they avoid certain tournaments that they want to get into. I see this all the time in youth sports it, it, all the time. They want to get, they want to go somewhere where they know they're going to win because think about it. Winning helps you recruit. That's why I said if Alabama or Ohio state get in a playoff one year, and let's face it, every school goes through it. You're going to have a couple down classes. You are. You're going to have a couple down classes. Now you got to go out here and play on the field. Let's say you lose. Well, uh-oh. You know, you're trying to work on maybe a recruiting class or two down the road, and they start to see you lose. Somebody else can swoop in and get the kids. So you you stop being great. It just it was just like the teams that back in the day didn't want to go to the BCS because in the AP poll because you knew with your program you could be booty, but because you had that legacy name, you were going to get ranked high no matter what. 
Yeah, but I I think also too, like you you mentioned that there are teams that are going to have down they'll have have down years. Well, in case point, I think Alabama a couple years ago didn't even get in the playoff. They end up losing three games, and you know what? I think that that's just the na- that that is the nature of the beast. Right. You you have that happen, and you say, oh well, you know what? Be better. Let's be better next time. Um, because you, I think, because really, I think that expanding the playoffs, you're basically trying to ma- to manufacture what or, or take away what hap- what seems to happen naturally. I think you just need to let. There's just stuff that you just need to just let just let it happen. I mean, the whole thing with all the flea bag balls, and I know I have railed against this gives like the the. Uh, the Beefo Brady's Dogecoin Bowl, or I I don't even remember some of these stupid bowl names anymore. Basically, no, nobody gives a damn bowl. I mean, <laughs> okay, the, thank you. Yeah, or the Cinnamon I, Toast Crunch cereal bowl. I mean, nobody really cares. <laughs> or, or the Mur- the Murphy's Oil Soap Bowl. Okay, right, I, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, you think, but. And and I and look, yeah, I think I think they're dumb too. I know people cling to will cling to the old tradition, but still, I, you know, I, I think if you ask, let's say you get a team like the, the coastal, the co- like coastal Carolina, you you put you put them in, in and they're let's let's say best case scenario, they end up as the nine seed, and they're matched up against an eight seed. Let's say, for, let's let's say it's probably Florida or LSU. Mm-hmm. I would, I would say, ninety. I'd say at least 90% of the time that's going to be a blowout. Mm-hmm. Or 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 let's or let's say, hey that uh, hey somebody like, like Toledo or Western Michigan. Let's say the let's or even Northern Illinois. Somebody from the MAC has an unbeaten regular season, ends up being high enough to get in, and then they end up getting matched up. With, let's say, Al, let's say Alabama's not one of the top four teams, mm-hmm. and let's say that twelve they're the twelve seed. They get matched up against a fifth seeded Alabama. Oh boy, that one would. What is this? That what, one, what is it again? Let's say let's say Alabama ends up being the five seed, and then. Your unbeaten MAC champion is a 12 seed. Okay. And more, I, I mean, it's safe to say that, barring some unforeseen catastrophe, that game is going to be a bloodbath. So it's a MAC team versus who again? Alabama. If that, if that is, if Alabama ends up being the fifth seed. Well, I don't really, to be honest with you, in no time soon do we see Alabama being the fifth seed. And I don't really know if eh. – I mean, if it, if it happens, it happens. But, but oh, yeah, again, I, mean, yeah. I mean, if okay, so if Alabama's the fifth seed, okay, that's fine. You know, they're five through 12, then they'll play the number one seed. Or, yeah, because th- that's what you want. You want the lower seed. So the five through 12 game will end up playing the number one seed. No, 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 it wouldn't because the five, the five through twelve, I think, would end up playing. 
Or what, yeah, what if, what because the 12 seed oh. is the lowest seed, and they're playing the 5 seed. Because you're not going to okay, play uh, 6 through 11 or the 7 through 10 or the 8 through 9 because those are the better seeds. So if you're a 5 through 12, that number one seed is so possibly playing. So it, wouldn't, so it wouldn't be a, re, a reseed once you get nope. down to 8. No, it's, there's, okay. there's, no re, there's no reseeding okay. in this. Just want to make just want to make sure we were clear on that. Yeah, no reseeding. Yeah, I, so good. No, so that so then if that so your five so your five twelve winner would end up playing the four, and then I think your eight nine would get the one, and then your seven ten would get the two, and your six eleven would get the three, and your so I think that's how it would work. How would you, how the number one seed is going to get probably the lower of the teams? So let's just say. So 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 it wait. If we said it wasn't going to be a reseed, then let's say, hey, the inevitable happens with the twelve seed ones. Then it would be a reseed. No, there's no reseeding. It just already says this. It's I'm reading it. There's no reseeding. Hold on. Uh, let me let me pull up something. Yeah, is there is no. I'm looking at it right now. Hmm. Okay. So the bracket would the bracket would remain in effect throughout the playoffs, i.e., no reseeding. Okay, so it so it wouldn't so it wouldn't it wouldn't be so it wouldn't be like in how the NFL playoffs would are if let's say or used to be in the wild in the wild card round if the uh, if the six seed, if the uh, if you had the if the if the four seed, if the four and the six won, the four would get the two, and then the the six would go play the one. Or if the the uh, th- or if the three and the five won, then the five would play the one. And for what are you talking about? Like how, like how the NFL does their no, place. it's not going to be like the NFL. So I just said okay. that. Okay. There's no re- right. what did I just say? There's no reseeding. Yeah. Stop, stop trying to make this is the thing about this argument with this college football player. That's the reason why I get upset with this because people want to put in their own rules and well, it's going to be like the NFL. No, read the directions. It says no reseeding. So the number one seed is almost like the MAC tournament. You, so they would, so the they would get the winner of the eight nine game. Yes. Um, like I said, well, I mean, you could. Yeah, that, yeah, because uh, yeah, because that's how, that's how the MAC tournament works. Is you have the, the top, the one seed that gets the buy all the way to the quarters. They get the winner of your, the eight nine game. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, because, because there's, there's tw- yeah, cause that's right because there's twenty teams in that one. Yeah, there's twelve. Well, I mean twelve. That's right. All right, twelve teams in it. Yes, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I. Yeah. I think having to trying to sort through everything is just been a headache as well. But. Mm-hmm. Any. But anyways, I. I. I, I get that it's pro- that. It, it, it's inevitable, but. I'm. I just don't think it's gonna be like. The right answer, but then again, is that is that is any playoff system perfect? No. No, no, you're right. No, no tournament is perfect. Perfect, you're right. 
Yeah, but I, I'm what 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 worries me the most is is we see is we'll see something like what ha- what happened with uh, baseball and they expanded their playoffs there this past year. I know it was because of COVID and all this, but the the ratings for the baseball playoffs went in the tank and. Okay, so hold on. So we'll we'll figure this out. So you're right. So the number one seed would get the winner of the eight versus nine. The number four seed would get the winner of the five and the twelve. The number two seed gets the winner of what is it? The the ten and the seven. Yes. And then the number three seed would get the winner of the six and the eleven. So yeah. That's how it goes. So number one seed. So if Bama was the number five seed, they play, you know, the lower seed MAC team. Okay, you beat up on them, but then you got to play the four seed. Well, there's a good game right there. I mean, the first round is going to be kind of an inevitable uh, of, of some blowouts. And I mean, that happens. I mean, it happens in college basketball. But then again, though, the possibilities of Alabama getting a fifth seed, mm, if they're going to be the fifth seed that year and then playing a 12 seed, What's the possibilities of them really getting a blowout if they're going to be the fifth seed? I mean, let, let, let's be honest. If they're getting the fifth seed, and the <laughs> so I mean, yes, there might be a few blowouts here and there. But then again, though, if you're the top twelve teams in the country, it really shouldn't be that bad of a blowout. Yeah, only truthfully, only time will tell. And of course, kind of going back to what I was saying with TV ratings, things. Because I think, and I mean, it really depends, like, how, how, it's probably going to take, like, a, a span of years to see what the average result is going to be, whether it's consistently a blowout or consistently a barn burner or something like that, that whether the ratings are going to stay, do really well, or they're going to fall off. And I'm honestly concerned that it's going to be falling off because Why? people want to see... No, it's not going to fall off. Stop, Frank. It's not going to fall off. Have the ratings fall off for college basketball? No. Like I said, this is this is the reason why I don't like having this discussion about the college football playoff because it's just excuses, excuses, excuses. Obviously, it's just almost like arguing about the shot clock. You're going to have people that are for it and people that are against it. Same thing with the playoff. For it and against it. And if you're against the playoff, you're going to come up with every excuse in the book to say why you don't want the playoff. You just don't want the playoff. That's all it is. You want these the four teams to have it in there, and that's it. That's all this is. I mean, it makes great you know conversation piece and a, a good segment for us to talk about. But in the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with having a playoff. There's not the ratings aren't going to go anywhere. Let's just stop that right now. People still watch a little bit of those stupid bowl games. You really think someone's going to not watch the football playoff? I mean, people are addicted to it, not to mention the gambling aspect into it. Why do you think they're going to the twelve team football playoff? Because it's a money grab. They know people are going to watch. It's going to be big. And if you got some great matchups that end up happening that don't normally happen in years past and they got to play at someone else's home field, I mean, I think it would be really interesting if you had it where certain matchups happen, especially when you get the 8-9 matchup that normally don't happen and they got to go to the higher seeds home field. I would love to see some of these SEC teams come up here and play some of these teams. I mean, maybe Michigan State one year. Uh, gets a, a a five seed and a twelve seed 
might be an SEC team or someone from down south or maybe seven versus ten, SEC versus Big Ten, and they got to come up to Northwestern on a snowy day or Michigan State on a snowy day. People are going to watch that, Frank. Come on. Yeah. Only time will tell. No, time will tell, yes. I mean, it's not really only time will tell, Frank. You already know the answer to this. They're going to watch, just like NCAA basketball, because, one, there's the gambling aspect into it. And then also there's just the self-interest of fans watching it anyway. I mean, let's let's make it make sense. And I, ever since, you know, online gambling has become uh, legal, now all of a sudden they want, the NCAA wants to go to this 12-team playoff. Well, and it's better than the bowl games. It's better. I'd rather watch a 12-team playoff than, like you said, some random teams in a play in a bowl game that has a losing record. I mean, we got to stop that, Frank. You before it was six games to get eligible. Then they didn't have enough teams. Now you got a four-win or a five-win team getting in a bowl game. Come on. Yeah, and and look, I like I said, I've been one who is. Yeah, I'm tired of flea bagels, and I and I think I'll just conclude saying this: Do I do I want an expanded playoff system to fail and be a disaster? Hell no, I don't. Because that, for one, I'm somebody who enjoys watching college football just as much as anyone else does. Because I don't, I want this thing to be successful. I hope, I hope it that TV ratings will skyrocket. I mean that. People are going to be tuning in. It's going to be talked about constantly, and that we that we see that we see he great games. I mean, I'm not saying we got to have all the the whole Cinderella upsets happening every year because again, those are special. And if they happen, and if they happen regularly in the football playoff, then that's going to kind of diminish things. So diminish. I what? do. I do. It'll it'll just diminish like. Like the the special the specialness of the moment. I mean, what it's specialness kind of, of a what moment? Like like say like say you have something like you have a have a Boise State knocking off in Oklahoma. I mean, but then, you know, but you're acting like that if this playoff happens, that then that's going to happen all the time. I'm not saying I'm not saying. Well, I'm just hoping that that it doesn't happen all the time. I mean, once in a while, yeah, that's good. But it's just I just don't want it to be happening like like every year because then you see. It basically turned into a whole. Then you basically kind of go back to the problem we have now, where it's the same teams always getting into the final four. Well, okay, put it this way: when uh, actually, since the NCAA has, has expanded to the sixty-four and sixty-eight teams, how often does a sixteen seed beat a number one seed? It's only happened once. Exactly. UMBC over Virginia mm-hmm. three years ago. Mm-hmm. Which and then Virginia went on to win the national championship the year after that, so that's pretty good. Like I said, I don't think the, the nostalgia yeah. will still be there and everything like that. I just think now you'll see some intriguing matchups, stuff that you normally don't see. I also hope that the playoff matches up teams. Let's face it, once again, I think some teams run away from the smoke now. Some now with this playoff here, it might be a possibility where now you're going to be matching these teams up. Like I said, people just don't want the playoff because some teams already know that when you got to prove stuff on the field, uh-oh, we might get beat. When you avoid teams and you don't have to play them and you could just play, you know, dictate whatever you want. So that's that's what's, what's going on with that. That's how I feel about it, you know. I think basically I think everything should be settled on the 
on the field or on the court of play. And then that's how it should be. And I, and I think it'd be great ratings. I mean, it'd be great to do on a Saturday to see what the different playoff matchups you have. The bowl games to me are just just I turn on a bowl game sometimes not to watch it, but just to have noise in the background while I'm cleaning house. Now you get this playoff in here. I'm actually going to sit there and watch the game. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, kind of the same deal with me, too. So, again, I guess we'll we'll wait until 2023 when it happens. Well, I, I believe the contract, it could happen in 2023, but I believe if I was reading this right, this, this contract goes until 25 or 26, I believe. Ooh. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't really... Um, be like that now it says the first round games will take place on campus sometime during the two-week period after conference championship games quarterfinals will be played on january 1st or 2nd when new year's day falls on a sunday and on an adjacent day semifinals and championship game dates are to be determined semifinals likely not to be played as a double header actually the date of the implementation of a potential new format um could happen but the current agreement for the four-team college football playoff extended through the 25-26 season. Okay, so so we're looking at 2026, and you mentioned that the format will not final. change for 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 sure. The format will not change for the next two years, this year or next. Okay, for sure. All right, good. But you but you you mentioned that the semifinals in the new format would not be a double header. I, I, I'm honestly not sure how I feel about that because I, because since we've had our playoff, I've, I've always liked the semifinal double header. Totally. Uh, yeah. Have that, have that on a, typically on a Saturday. I mean, mm-hmm. the whole, when they, when they did it on me, when they did it on new year's Eve, I guess, People weren't that fond of it. Saying, oh, no, well, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah, Nobody's really, are... you know, people are trying to, you know, think about next year and yeah. New Year's Eve parties and or, yeah, or even having it on or even the years where it was on New Year's Day. That was, I think, that was when it was the best. Or and then second best would be be on that last Saturday of the uh, calendar year. You have one game kickoff in the afternoon, and then second game kickoff like eight thirty at night. All right, and there you go. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the with no more no more semifinal double headers. That's that's gonna that's gonna be something. That's I'm not I'm not sure how well that's gonna go over. But then again, hopefully it's a case where you have games that start at if they start on if they're on a, if they end up being on let's say. Uh, a, th- a Thursday night, one th- a Wednesday and Thursday night, they're at least starting at a reasonable hour. Right. Well, yeah, you know they yeah. would do that. Yeah. Or or just do one like a fr- do one on a Friday night, another on a Saturday night. <laughs> right. But fr- you said on a Friday night. Oh yeah, obviously. Well, yeah, high school football. Yeah, well, football. Well, football ha- high school football would be done. Yeah, yeah, high school football would be January, yeah, yeah football. High school football would be way done by then. Not to mention you could bring in uh, um, high school recruits as well. Yeah, and then, and then the other thing, the other great too that I see about this, and this is one that I think is just flat out stupid. The the whole 
oh, we can't go play games in the Big Ten in December or January outdoors because it's too cold. Give me a break. Well, what about the FCS? Yeah, this happens in Montana Mm -hmm. uh, and in North Dakota, even though North Dakota State's got a dome. Look, look, Look at what happened in my home state this past January. They had high school playoffs still going on outside. Right. Yeah, I always. Uh, well, the whole the whole what the whole weather argument is just stupid. Yeah, but once again, it's it's the whole we don't want any change, so we just make up a wall of the weather. Well, wait a minute, football yeah. is made to be played in the winter in late November. I mean, think about it: late November, mid November. Well, depending in certain states, the month of November and December weather doesn't really change. I mean, sometimes you might get that Indian summer where you get a you know a couple Saturdays where it's really warm outside, but other than that, the the ground is rock hard, cold. And think about it: how many UT games have we had? Well, remember that one year when we broadcasted the game where Kareem Hunt went off at the Glass Bowl against BG, and it was 19 degrees outside on a Tuesday night. I mean, <laughs> and, and, and it snowed that day. Yeah, it snowed that day. So right. that, that once again, that whole weather argument is it, it, is stupid. And and how many times have we seen now Ohio State Michigan has kind of gotten lucky on a few Saturdays where the weather actually seemed like it's been decent never have you seen really a a snowstorm or anything happen during that but some years some years it has been kind of cold not kind of I mean it's been in the mid 30s I mean that's just what what it is yeah yeah you don't see I don't think they've had like a snowball probably since I believe the 50s or 60s -hmm. So, so there. So I guess we'll, uh, I guess we can table this one, and we'll, we'll see what comes of it. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it. I mean, it'll always be a great sports debate. I kind of want to see it. I mean, we. I think I'd have to go find it. We we did it where they had twenty five teams. I mean, because think about it, the college football playoff show ranks twenty five teams, which I never understood. If you're only going to do the top four, why not do a top ten? You're not going to get all 25. I mean, I understand they do their rankings for some reason, and sometimes teams that are ranked 16th. Did it happen in Ohio State one year where they were in the teens and they ended up getting in the, the playoff one year in the top four? I believe that might have been the first year of the playoff. Yeah, the first week they were in the teens, and then they moved up the charts getting key wins, you know. So I guess it could be a possibility, but I never understood why going to like twenty-five teams and rank them in the college football playoff. I and mean, I never understood that when everybody's just I only think, interested in the top six or so. That you know the mobility of the top four that are actually in, and then the two or three that could bump them within that month and a half time, considering who gets to their conference championships and stuff. Well, I think it's probably because the old tradition of doing the Associated Press Top 25, the coaches Top 25. So let's do a Top 25 for playoff rankings. Mm-hmm. So that, that's probably why. Right. No, okay. So. Uh, Anything else on this, on this topic, Frank? Well, nope. That'll pretty much do it for here. Mm-hmm. Now, where are you off to? I mean, actually, do you have a power play or no? Um, I think I can do one. I can do a quick one since uh, 
our final four in the NHL is now set. Okay. Well, what's on the on the docket for this weekend? Obviously, baseball. But you know, anything Friday night? Or are you going to rest up to go watch the Blissville Bad Boys? Um. Well, I'm actually going to be headed to uh, uh, to uh, Siena Heights for their summer shootout. Bedford is participating there. I'm going to go get a look at them and summer, summer ball for basketball. Yeah. Oh, so Siena yeah. Heights has a summer shootout. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Bedford's in that. Uh, other teams in it are Lake Orion, Ann Arbor, Pioneer, and Clinton. Okay. All right. Let's... So I'm just go watch a little bit of action there tonight and Oh, that's and tonight. Saturday. Oh, that's on Friday yeah. night. Oh, I didn't know they're having. Yeah, there. Yeah, it's fr- It's Friday and Saturday, so okay. I'm just going to watch a little bit of Friday action on Saturday. I'm heading up to Gross Point. Mm-hmm. Mm, nice. How did the Bedford baseball team do? They ended up losing to Monroe in the district semifinals in extra innings. Wow, just like they did in basketball. Uh, yeah, I was at, I was actually at uh, Onset watching Blissfield win uh, their district championship game a score that looked like it was football, eighteen to sixteen. Nice, a nice Mac baseball score. <laughs> well, it was well, it was really just two teams hitting the ball very well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. All right. Well, we'll take a quick commercial break here, and then what we'll do is we'll get into your. You ready for your? You know, are you ready for your hockey playoff? Uh, uh the power play. Yep, yeah. I am ready for that. Okay. Well, make sure you always check us out on eighty-eight point three WGTs after further review, either on SoundCloud or iTunes. You've been. I know your. Uh, uh, was it Jeffries? His his podcast got a lot of plays. Yeah, Dan Jeffrey Senior. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got to put in the senior, huh? Yeah. Okay, so who's been making yeah, all those? It, yeah, all those... yeah, that's been uh, that's been a hit. Okay, <laughs> I guess you've been paying attention, huh? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Now, have you been playing it a lot for your friends, or people have been just getting in on it to listen to him? It was a good segment, though. I've, I mean, I sh- I shared it with him. I know he's he's shared it with a lot of people. I've I've given it to people. Say, hey, here, you want to hear some good baseball talk? And they they've enjoyed it. Really, they have. Oh yeah. Okay, so we got all good reviews too, huh? Oh yeah. Okay, well, once again, always listen to us on iTunes and on SoundCloud. WHT's after further review with a picture of Frank Bashner and the horse's head. Coming up, we got Frank's power play. We'll be back after this. <laughs> 